You're listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast, episode 19. On this week's episode, I'm giving you the lowdown on all the virtual tools that I use to manage my e-commerce business. So we're talking all about systems on this week's episode. So let's get into it. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the Ethical Fashion Brand Encircled, host of this podcast, business school mentor, and business coach. I'm so excited that you've decided to join me back here on the podcast. If it's your first time listening, welcome. You'll want to know that my episodes are really fast paced and super action packed. So I am going to not disappoint hopefully on this episode either, because this episode is going to be a complete peek behind the scenes into all of the systems and tools that I use to run my business. So before I get into that, I just want to cover off a few things that are happening. So number one, if you haven't joined us already, come on over to my free Facebook group, Brave and Boss Entrepreneurs. It's a very exclusive community, entrepreneurs who have purpose-driven missions, and it's quite small. So it's not that like 30,000 person Facebook group. So you can feel comfortable asking, you know, any and all questions. We also share podcast episodes and there's some plans to do a few lives and stuff like that coming up as well. So that's at facebook.com slash groups slash brave and boss. Again, totally free. So come on over. You got nothing to lose. The second thing I want to mention is that I have a free webinar. If you haven't checked it out, it's the email marketing masterclass webinar. So it's five ways to 5x your revenue from email marketing. And it's an hour long. So I really go through the ins and outs of how I plan emails and things you need to think about in order to get your email marketing back on track. So I highly recommend checking that out. We'll put a link in the show notes as well so that you can sign up for that if you're interested as well. All right. So before we get into the episode, get that notebook out, get that pen, pause this episode if you need it, because this is going to be quick. So this is going to be an under 30 minute episode, and I'm going to run down all the systems. What I'm not going to do is talk about all the processes, because as you may know, you can have a system, but if people don't use it, you don't have the right processes. And that could be like, I could literally do probably a whole episode on every single system I'm going to mention, because they are really, really important. And The second thing I want you to remember is I'm not perfect. So I'm learning as I go. You know, if you're new to this podcast, I have an e-commerce business. We manufacture everything locally in Toronto. We manufacture our own products. So we're not drop shipping. It's not private label. And also we have a team. So our team is actually primarily based in Toronto. However, obviously given the pandemic, we are working a split of virtual and in the studio. So these are some of the tools that I've just found the most useful for delivering a great customer experience, maintaining HR and culture, and ensuring we're all on the same page. All right, so first I want to start with, let's start with customer experience, since that's an an easy one, I think. So number one, I love Shopify. So I'll put a link in the show notes. If you're not on Shopify yet, you really need to get on Shopify. It is the best e-commerce platform out there for small and medium-sized businesses. If you're doing, let's say, maybe over, I would say like 
$10 million a month, you might be better served by like an enterprise platform. But for most of you, you'll be able to get pretty far with Shopify. So that's my number one recommended e-commerce platform. So I actually have two Shopify stores that we run, one in Canadian dollars, one in US dollars for our global customers in US. And we use an app called Stitch, which I will not recommend because they are actually going out of business because they got bought and they're shutting down their platform. But that is how we knit the inventory together between the two. All right, other really important apps that we use on our e-commerce store for customer experience. We use the digital downloads app. So I use that also at christysumer.com to deliver um, digital downloads. But that's a really, it's a free app and you just basically install it. I use it to deliver digital patterns because we sell those at Encircled. I also use a new app called Inquire Post Purchase Surveys. That will give a survey at the end of the checkout process to new customers only, and you can find out how they heard about you. And I think this one is really important. I heard about this on another podcast. It is really critical to solidify your funnel because Facebook ads are about to get really wacky. Um, So that's just something to think about. We also use Flexify, which is a Facebook product feed thingy. We use GOIP because we redirect people automatically back and forth between our Canadian and US stores, depending on their location. And we also have Google installed. Their app is really important for reviews. We use JudgeMe product reviews. I use, of course, Klaviyo for email marketing. I'm a proud partner and affiliate of Klaviyo, one of my favorites, and Gorgeous as well. I'm affiliate for them, full disclosure, but I love their product. I've been using it for I think five years. That's our customer service help desk. It's amazing. Um, other apps we use on our Shopify store, Lucky Orange is a big one. It is a user experience testing software. We use the Pinterest app. We use Privy for our waitlist. We use Product Upsell by Bold for driving basket value. We also use Refersion for our affiliate tracking. Uh, we use Sezzle for part pay. We use ShipStation for shipping. And we also use Swift, which is also a shipping provider. And then the Shopify theme updater, which is for updating our theme when we need to. So that was a really big rundown of like our main e-commerce customer experience apps, but definitely recommend checking out a few of those. We'll try and put links to all those in the show notes so that you can check them out and then let me know how they fit into your business. So then it comes down to operations. So when I'm talking about operations, I'm thinking about the internal functions of the business. I'm not necessarily thinking about production necessarily, but that could be included in operations. We run our bookkeeping on zero. It's just been the best for us for multi-currency. I was on QuickBooks once upon a time and it was just really complex and couldn't, couldn't handle our multi-currency situation. So zero is what we use. We send all of our receipts to software called Receipt Bank. It's now called Dext, D-E-X-T, and basically it automatically does some magic in the background and our accountants get all the receipts kind of like categorized and whatnot. We also use that for expense reports within the business for our employees. We use WagePoint for payroll. What else do we use for HR? Oh, in HR, we also use Humi is our HR software, H-U-M-I, and that's basically an onboarding and offboarding tool. It also allows our employees to go in and request vacation and see their vacation balances. Um, you can also integrate benefits with that. We don't have it through that. We have benefits through another provider, but they also have a benefits and payroll option that we may look into at some point in time. Otherwise, internally, our biggest operations tool is probably Google Suite. So we have Google Business Suite. So that's like Google Docs, Drive, et cetera, et cetera. And everybody's email is hosted on 
our Google Suite enterprise server. That is a game changer because just I operated the business for a long time off of personal Gmail. And it was such a mess when it came to file sharing and management. And when somebody left the organization, it was a disaster. So this just makes it really easy to add and create groups of people and create file folders and make sure the right people have access and all that kind of good stuff. We also use one password. That's a password app for keeping passwords shared and as a team as well as personally. That's just a really great tool. I'm a huge fan of that one. Again, if you need to change passwords, it's just really super easy to do it. Other operations tools we use, Asana, A-S-A-N-A, is our current project management software. I'm currently looking at other options, but we use it. It's It functions for sure. I think it could be a lot better, but it's gotten us pretty far. So we've been using it for almost five years, I guess. And it's really taken us from like two or three employees to where we're at right now, which I think is 15. So that tool is basically, we build our marketing calendars in there. We build production checklists. So for creating a new t-shirt, we'll have a whole step-by-step production and launch checklist for it. It's really a tool about building efficiency. Other tools we use for operations off the top of my head. Oh, I know. Uh, we also use Tresta, T-R-E-S-T-A. So Tresta is our customer service helpline. So when somebody texts or calls us, it's run through that and it connects to our customer love team's mobile phones so that nobody has to use, you know, their personal phone number for it or we don't have to get a totally separate line. So that's really neat. And then I feel like I'm missing something, but it may come to me at the end. Obviously we use tools like Google Analytics, Google AdWords, Facebook Business Manager. Those are all really critical to running your business and advertising. My preferred scheduler for Instagram is later.com. That is my favorite for Instagram. For Pinterest, I love Tailwind. Tailwind app is amazing. It makes it super easy to pre-schedule pins and optimize them at the right time. And then what else do we use that I'm missing at top line? So we've got operations. We've covered off finance. We've covered off customer service and customer experience. All of our customer experience chat also, I should mention, is done through Gorgeous Help Desk. So that's really a tool that has a multitude of functions for us as well. And then I think the team has like their own individual tools that they use that we don't use as a team, let's say. So like I love to use Evernote to just capture like quick notes if I'm not, you know, I don't want to open up like a Google Doc or write it on a piece of paper. I'll write it in like an Evernote file and save it. I know some people really like Mila Note is another one. There's like a photo planning tool that my photographer uses. Like the name is like escaping me right now, but there's lots of little tools you can integrate there. But if you're just getting started with your business or maybe you've got a few employees and stuff like that, just think about the systems that you need to run your business and make your life easier essentially. Because of course, like not all of these are free. Some of these cost money. So obviously you want to be very mindful about that. But the one thing I will say is that sometimes time is money. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So we do virtual shopping appointments and we book them through, we have a booking tool called Acuity Scheduling on our website, which, which books those automatically. So like acuity scheduling is a great example. Somebody could technically email us to book an appointment, but that would take somebody receiving that email and figuring out a schedule, going back and forth, finding the right time. Whereas acuity scheduling, which is like, I think $15 a month or something like that, somebody can just find the right time for them and book it. 
I personally use Calendly for myself, for my personal calendar, for right now I don't have an assistant. So if anybody wants to book time with me outside of the company, I send them a link to there and then they can just find the perfect date and it automatically sends a Google Hangouts link, et cetera, et cetera. So those tools like Calendly's $10 a month, again, I could go back and forth and like probably figure it out with that person what the ideal time is, but it your time is money. So each of these really do have a bit of efficiency play in them. And I often encourage people who are just starting out to think, try not to think about like the cost of a app or a tool. Think about the value. That is so, so important. And I also encourage you to think about that when you're thinking about courses and stuff like that, or coaching, or hiring a business coach. You have to really think about the value that you're going to get from it versus the investment. So if I had somebody that I could have hired when I was just starting out who could tell me all the things that I could avoid making all those mistakes that I made, you know, that's pretty priceless. Or if I, you know, an email marketing software that you want to upgrade to is maybe three or $400 more expensive. And that sounds really expensive, but what if it's driving like 50% of your revenue and that's like $10,000, then it's totally worth it. So I would work on changing your mindset around apps and tools and really trying to figure out how you can automate more functions in your business, because I think that's really critical to freeing up your time, especially if you don't have a lot of employees or team members right now. And then when you get more team members, communication becomes a really big thing. So making sure that everybody's on the same page, using a project management tool like Asana. Another one is Slack, which I totally forgot about because I feel like it's so embedded in my mindset, but Slack is our primary communication tool and that we use for basically everything sharing files and brainstorming voting you know sharing articles um, communicating launch information you know the more people you have in your team the more fractured communication does get so the more and especially in a virtual world things just get really mucky so I highly recommend mapping out you know some of your core processes in your business spend some time understanding like what are those top 10 processes in your business that derive most of your results in your business, whether it's sales or marketing or production, and then making sure you have systems and tools in place to make them as efficient as possible. You know, you can do a lot with like Excel spreadsheets and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, that's not a super scalable process. So always be looking at your tools and apps and seeing if there's some way that you can improve or grow or invest in an app or something to make your business run smoother and more efficiently. All right, so that was a quickie and I'm hoping that you took lots of notes, if not re-listen to this episode because I went through all the apps and shared really behind the scenes at Encircled and all the apps that we use in our business. So I hope you enjoyed learning about that and I'll definitely plan to do a deep dive into a few of them and how we use them specifically with their processes around a bunch of different themes this season on the podcast. All right. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, please rate and review. I'd love to hear your feedback and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.